Well, I guess it's a good thing Facebook's back up. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, it's not. It's never a good thing. <laughs> I, you know, frankly, didn't really notice. Uh, well, I, neither did I. Yeah, I mean, other than people talking about it, which I definitely noticed. I don't think I knew about it for a while because I was like, running errands at one point. I was out and I just came back. And How did you run errands without Facebook? <laughs> I, it's amazing, honestly, <laughs> that I get anything done. Yeah, uh, I just happened to see it because I was, I was compiling something and uh, I looked at Twitter. How did you compile something without Facebook? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I looked at uh, Twitter and like people were cracking jokes, and I'm like, "Well, that's that's fun." <laughs> is this the show? Like, it was. Oh I, yeah, this yeah. is the show. Oh yeah, this okay, is okay. I, I well, good thing I started recording. Yeah. So. I immediately started laughing and I told Amanda, I'm like, somebody took out <laughs> Facebook's DNS, which is what we thought at the time. It was the DNS stuff. And that's hilarious. Like, it could have happened to a nicer group. Right. Well, I'm, sure <laughs> yeah. there's, I'm sure there's nice people there, but let's just focus on Zuck and, and them as a... There's as barely an, not many. I mean, yeah. all the nice well, people are, are they leaving. They keep leaving. Yeah. Or, and, Testifying and, and, and in front one of Congress. And one of the things yeah. that's come out from the testimony today yesterday when i guess just today is that they have a hard time recruiting they yeah. have a really hard time recruiting because nobody wants to work there it's, it's funny evil. you know I, just this past weekend a couple of my wife's friends from college were in town and we were hanging out with them and one of the guys was saying like you know i'm actually looking at moving jobs and one of the places that yeah, i'm like you know i i have considered is facebook and it's the reason is because they'll pay a ton more than everybody else and i was like i wonder if that's because nobody Nobody yeah. wants to work there. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. they hit me up like, I don't know, once a week, maybe maybe <laughs> twice a week. <laughs> hey, guy, you up? Yeah. There's a guy in, there's a guy we know in, in town, like just like a bar friend of ours um, who went to work there and, you know, and it was this, it was that kind of thing. Like they paid him a crazy amount of money, but, and he, he was, you know, eventually became uncomfortable. And also, I mean, the other thing that he said he didn't like was just that the, the people there were not really interested in doing the work particularly they were there because they were at, they were at facebook and making mm -hmm. a whole bunch of money right, sure. and that really turned them off as well so and that's yeah. the kind of people you kind of attract when you're not caring about your mission and you're just paying a lot of money well, and i assume as guy can probably confirm that at different teams can often be very different depending on what you're working yeah. on i mean i have a friend who works at uh, oculus and i mean because vr yeah. is kind of their thing <laughs> and i mean dan that was that was the very team he was working on <laughs> oh yeah really <laughs> yeah. fascinating yeah, i mean he was working in a different I mean, i'm sure he was probably because he was working in like fabrication stuff okay um, gotcha so yeah i don't i don't know i mean but I assume it also just it, it differs wildly depending on teams. I know that yeah. for everybody who works at large tech is, is what I'm saying. Like right. Apple, Microsoft, yeah, yeah, Amazon, yeah. all that stuff varies immensely depending on yeah. your team. Right. Right. The big companies, some of it's cool, some of it's not. Like it's, you know, there is such a thing as a company culture, which sort of sets a baseline standards. Like there's, you know, the HR teachings that they give you. That's one thing. But there's also just a, like any big group of people or even a small group of people, you have a natural way of working and interacting and sort of the way things flow. And right. uh, that sort of baseline is going to be different at Facebook than it is, say, at Apple or Google or Amazon. Like, I'm sure they're all quite different. Facebook does not appeal to me. <laughs> I, I have never sort of, like, Zuckerberg kind of freaks me out. But the whole notion of 
The notion of connecting the world together is a good one. And it's the sort of line that it feels like the next generation of uh, Bill Gates's line of like a computer on every desk, right? Like mm-hmm. computer on every desk, next step, let's connect the world. Cool. Now let's connect the brains. Yeah. Well, and, yeah. and I'm sure part of that for, for Facebook <laughs> is let's... trying to figure out what the, like, what's next, right? Because there is, you know, Facebook is a big enough company that I don't think it's in danger of going anywhere imminently. But I mean, all you got to do is look no, at the, the guy demo. lost $7 billion in yeah, like a few still, hours. And yes, like, it yeah. just doesn't still, matter. Still, yeah. still richer than most countries by far. Uh, but it's, yeah. but at the same time, it is, you look at the demographics, right? And it's the reason they bought stuff like Instagram. Uh, is because they know they can appeal to younger audiences because i think that if you looked at like sort of the the median age of most facebook users it's on the older side and that's those people are just going to keep dying eventually right so yeah sooner or later you need to you need to keep your product targeted at like new generations of people right or else you'll lose your market right i mean it did it literally started at university right Mm -hmm. The, the youngest hippest demographic with where did it start? Was it Harvard? I don't know. Yeah. It, it, like yep. conspicuously rich kids that like had, you know, nothing to do except be young and dumb and and Facebook each other all the time. Uh, and to see that turn into the place where the grandparents go to like look at yeah. uh, grandchildren, that's got to be a little concerning. But I'm not so sure that that's an accurate representation. Um, I think that's true in North America. The yeah, know, right. The West. Mm, fair point. Is that true? That's different. Is that true in India or China? Well, China's different yeah. thing, but like, there's a huge world out there. And just getting back to the outage, you know, I, I laughed with Amanda. Like, this is this is really funny. And like, as I'm laughing, I'm like, uh, this is like terrorist level attack. Like, not it's Facebook. It's not the end of the world. But like, WhatsApp going down is yeah. crippling to a yeah. huge portion of the world. Mm-hmm. And because it's Facebook, I don't care. I, I mean, Facebook is done a lot of harm to the world and, to, and there is some no, sort no of one's crying robin- about the impact on facebook right exactly there's some sort of robin hood level like schadenfreude right pronounce that properly about like how you know facebook getting taken out that's kind of fun but if it wasn't facebook like that is a crippling attack on a huge chunk of the world's infrastructure in terms of communication that's not cool it's i'm kind of okay with it because it's facebook but that the notion that if this had been an exploit or something that would have really concerned me because Today it's Facebook. Tomorrow it's something. Yeah. Sure. Well, it, it's it, like, yeah. It, somebody I saw on Twitter, you know, put that into context by saying, like, honestly, this should make us think about how much of our infrastructure around the world yeah. is based on Facebook, right? Like, and it's yeah. that's the sort of insidious part is like things like WhatsApp and Facebook, where it's like they have become. I remember going. I was in Mexico a few years ago at like a you know a nice resort on the ocean, and like oh, look at look, this guy. Yeah, look at me. Yeah. Wow. It was yeah. great. Let me tell <laughs> Must you. Be nice. Yeah. But one of the things they did was like, if you wanted to contact the front desk, like you WhatsApp them, like that was just the official way to do it. Yeah, a hundred percent. And that's not uncommon based on like conversations I've had with people in other places, like outside the US, that's fairly common because it's just sort of the lingua franca for lack of a better word. And so, you know, the fact that it's so easy to do, right? Like nobody's going to roll their own, you know, lots of these places aren't going to roll their own website, much less some sort of way to communicate in real time. Right. So that's that's the the tricky part is that they've made themselves so utile at a base level that like the service they provide that they mm-hmm, are yeah. deeply ingrained in you know our all our infrastructure. Can we pause for a moment there and just celebrate 
your use of the word utile. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I'm happy to. Good work. <laughs> Thank you. That's that's why you get the all expenses paid trips to Mexico. <laughs> Wait, was that a sponsor? <laughs> yeah, you, you missed Did out. I miss out on another you didn't respond sponsor? to that one. That's on you, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it. you got you got stuck that, with the Amazon. That code was for <laughs> you got stuck with the Amazon roving dog. And, I thought it was. And, and I thought it was more dance underwear. off to Mexico. <laughs> I thought it was yeah. more underwear. <laughs> I mean, nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I, I agree. WhatsApp has like a real utility. It's effectively iMessage for the world. Like it's broken out across platform. It's it's everywhere. Full disclosure: I I did some work uh, at Signal for a while, and that's a good competing app but it is significantly smaller than whatsapp sure, it it's yeah. feels sort of a similar niche and with a, a particular bent towards uh privacy and, and security but ultimately these kind of communication things are like they're all i mean even text is like ultimately owned by the cell phone providers right there's it's a difficult issue to solve because yeah. yep. if you nationalize them then you've got the problem of all of the governments wanting their fingers in there if you if they're private like this then you've got you know Facebook and screw up and then take out a huge chunk of the world's communication ability. It's tough. It's tricky. I don't think there's any easy answers with this. And specifically WhatsApp. If if your Facebook page goes down, I could care less. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, there are businesses, yeah. I'm sure. If your hate group yeah. goes down, I'm happy. Yeah. But I, the WhatsApp thing, too, I mean, like, uh, when I, you know, when I've traveled, again, overseas at times and, like, I, you know, want to text people who are also overseas who aren't on Apple devices... Like you can't yeah. always use SMS because your phone may not work, right? Or you may end up paying expensive charges in your local country, uh, like when you're traveling, right? And or you have to pay for an international data plan or something like that. And so yeah. sometimes having a cross-platform solution like WhatsApp that is again a thing that you can just sign up for and be like, oh, I need to text so and so to you know make sure they got home all right or whatever. Like it's just there aren't a lot of other options and there aren't things that work very seamlessly either right like iMessage is right. great and works for the most part as long as everybody's on apple devices and as soon as right. you add someone on android into the mix it's like well either we leave them to die <laughs> or maybe we try some wow, sort of cross-platform those are the only options that's pretty harsh but i, I like your but dedication. They're on android i mean uh years and years ago before iMessage came out i might have told this story before but who cares it's funny i would uh, on monday nights it would be Madman Mondays. And our friend John and I would text each other as we watched it and got drunk. Uh, just text each other lines. <laughs> Not this John, another yeah, John. No, I might have heard of the guy you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, well, whatever. Who cares? It's, it's too relevant. So a few months into this, his, his wife comes to him with a phone bill that was through the roof. It turns out texting a Canadian was costing something like a quarter or 75 cents, like after, after a certain number of texts. And it, he was like, we were spending a fortune just texting each other the dumbest thing. So that's when we tried out WhatsApp, which was gross. Like, well, it's not gross. I, it wasn't for me. I didn't, I didn't like the UI. It wasn't good. And then finally, iMessage came out. And uh, we, we knew the guy who was like, the, he was the, he was the, the engineering manager on it and we just bought him a whole bunch of drinks because we're like you saved us so much money with iMessage thank you so much and all we use it for is cracking madman jokes but anyway yeah think it think uh, it we had to pay for all our uh biff texts. yeah yeah, yeah. Right, right yeah like that we'd all be broke we yeah. would make so much less we <laughs> with the paltry amount of money we make from that show yeah. would quickly yeah. be insufficient yeah we just would not be as good friends because we couldn't 
Oh yeah, dumbly chat to each other all the time. Well, you know? Also, and, you and would I be think... costing us money, so we'd really definitely be. Yeah, you definitely cut me out. Yeah, yeah. I know how you operate, Dan. You're just <laughs> I, giving, I'm, kick, I'm mercenary like that. It's very clear. Yeah, yeah, cool. But yeah, but that's it. it goes to your point that like uh, free, simple communication uh, across borders and across devices is a valuable asset, and it, mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. not just in terms of what the the value to the company. But in terms of society, like that's a that's a worthwhile thing to have. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean there there is talk in Congress of splitting out WhatsApp yeah. and Instagram, forcing them to divide, to divest. Yeah. I doubt that'll go anywhere. I mean, it doesn't seem like the kind of thing that will gain widespread. And there's a question of how efficient that would be as well. Like mm-hmm. uh, there was some. I think um, the what's her name Hogan Hogan. I'm not sure how you pronounce it. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, there was a some questions in terms of like whether or not that would actually put a stop to the kind of things that we're trying to stop or whether it would just divide the resources in such a way that like it you know would cause more problems in different places yeah i yeah, don't know it's really hard but, to say i mean yeah. uh, i i don't know i would personally <laughs> just favor that on a baseline level because <laughs> facebook has ruined instagram as far as i can yeah, tell so i i just I don't like Instagram anymore. I don't like the way it works. And I certainly don't like the fact that it's associated with Facebook. So I don't use Instagram anymore. And if it was spun out, I might consider using it again. Yeah, I still use it because it's one of the more happy social. Well, that's what I used to enjoy about it. And, you know, it gets to the point where you can't even. What will frequently happen is my wife will say, I want to show you this thing. It's either on Facebook or it's on Instagram and she will go back and she will be unable to find the thing that she wants to show me because oh, yeah. the algorithm has resorted sure. everything yeah. and you can't find anything again. Yeah. And that, that is I just hate. absolutely maddening to me. Yeah, it is. Like now if I scroll past whenever the last thing I updated was, it starts just suggesting new stuff to me. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't want that. I want to yeah. keep going back right. to find the thing that I wanted. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. I, 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 again, I use it too because I know a lot of, you know, I know people who use it, right? Like, that's the thing. That's, that's yep. what's so damning about all the social networks is that that's where the people are. And if you don't mind not like keeping up with those people, fine, you can easily abandon those networks. But if you care about that at all, unfortunately, that's why so many of the other spin off networks have failed is just, yeah, the critical mass isn't there. Well, I was right. going to, I was going to say that I'm, I'm even forgetting some of them now. What was the one that everybody, like all of our nerdy friends joined a while ago. App.net or Mastodon. It's one of those. Sure. Yeah. yeah Either sure. one. Doesn't Throw matter which one. There. Yeah. Same, yeah. same thing, basically. Different approaches, yeah. but same, same end result. Yeah. I think Mastodon was uh, distributed, right? Yep. yep. Whatever. Yeah. Same basic result. And one of the things that, I mean, they, they were competent. They were good. Uh, you know, a lot of our friends from this community, well, from, yeah, this, this community were there. Nerdy computer people. And... I never really cottoned on to them that much because one of the things I like about Twitter a lot, specifically Twitter, is that I follow a lot of people that I, I don't know and I'm not friendly with and I learn new things from. I know on our superhero show, I brought up uh, you know, people like uh, Rebecca Theodore Vachon, who I would not know if I was in one of these siloed computer things where we talk about nerdy stuff. I I get to... Or uh, uh, Katie Mack. Like, I wouldn't know Katie. If if not, well, she's pretty nerdy, but you know, she's not going to be on like app.net necessarily. So there's a, there's a value in uh, Twitter and things like that, exposing you to a broader audience. And that's where the critical mass sort of really comes in, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
we're going to take a second here just to let that other guy who hangs around this show sometimes <laughs> tell you about something that he is very passionate about. Hey, folks. I was ready to be in this week's episode. I was prepared. Uh, Dan would not allow me to appear on the episode proper. He's like, Lex, I'll give you one thing you can do. You can share a story of a time you felt confident with the look you put together. Well, I'm glad you said that, Dan. This episode of The Rebound is brought to you by Indochino. Uh, I just wore my Indochino suit at my daughter Sierra's bat mitzvah. I got it for my older daughter, Ani's bat mitzvah, and wore it again out of Sierra's, and uh, still fits great because it was made to fit my body. And I have to tell you, I love wearing that freaking suit. Love it. Love it to pieces. I can't get enough. Uh, I look great in it. I feel great in it. I get compliments in it. I'm super stoked on all of it. The right outfit can bring out something special in us. And with Indochino, creating your best look yet can be more affordable than you think. And hey, maybe it's been a while since the last time you had an excuse to dress up. But whenever that next chance is, make the absolute most of it with Indochino. Uh, when I did my shopping experience, I did it entirely online. And I will freely admit I was nervous. Like, am I measuring myself correctly as I followed their instructional videos? And the answer was yes. And they make it pretty painless. Indochino offers completely custom-fitted suits, shirts, casual wear and more at surprisingly affordable prices. I once told somebody their prices and they were like, oh my God, that's how surprised they were. You choose everything about your suit from the fabric, lapel, monogram, and statement linings. You can create a suit that fits you and your style perfectly. The best part, Indochino's suits start at just $399 with all customizations included. Indochino is now open at select Nordstrom stores, giving even more ways to get great fitting personalized clothing. Find your nearest location at Indochino.com. Right now, you can get $50 off any purchase of $3.99 or more by using the code REBOUND at checkout. That's $50 off a purchase of $3.99 or more at INDOCHINO.com, promo code REBOUND. Our thanks to Indochino for their support of this show and only this show. They support other things, but I only care about them supporting this, this show. So thank you, Indochino. Dot com promo code rebound and now back to the other guys and thanks guy like thanks lex guy, he really he likes this really series. likes those he, he likes the way he looks yeah. i'm gonna buy whatever he's selling I, <laughs> it's sign it's, me up that's what sign it is. me up for a subscription <laughs> a subscription a subscription suit service Ooh. is it suits sure yeah i love him Suits yeah. as a service. Suits as a service. S A. That's, nope, that's actually, the same. same we'll acronym. cut that out because that's an idea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's the new that's the new customer bust them. Yeah, yeah. Well, we could sell them to Nate from Ted Lasso. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that guy's kind of pissing me off. Oh yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So what else? What else is going on? Well, we talked about corporate culture. Should we? T- do we? Does anybody want to talk about today being the tenth anniversary of the death of Steve Jobs? Oh yeah, yeah. I was interesting. Uh, Jason Snell wrote a post over at Macworld about it, and it was reminded me of what I hadn't really sort of consciously thought about was that. So it's ten years since Steve died, and ten years before that was the almost exactly the introduction of the iPod. So oh, yeah. it's like it's it's just interesting that we he hasn't quite been gone as long as he was at Apple the second time around, but a lot happened in that yeah, in no that kidding. decade, right? Like. That's yeah. the thing that I think is the most impressive looking back is the the trajectory over that period of mm-hmm. like yeah. his return to the iPod, which came only like four years later, to the iPhone, which came only six years after that. And then, you know, he was gone four years later, right? Like it's it's Yeah. Right it's, after the iPad. I mean Yeah. Yeah, about a year and a half, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't I mean he was he he left the company, or 
No, he left. He left just before. It was a few months before the the he died. Yeah, sorry, but but his iPad intro was he he was not day to day managing it, and the iPad intro felt like uh, one last hurrah sort of thing. You know, maybe that sounds too negative. It did feel like he was sitting in that chair, which Mm -hmm. makes sense with the iPad, but it was a lot less uh, kinetic than than his typical product introduction. And shortly after that, it felt like he sort of had less of a he was increasingly less of a face of the company right yeah i I don't remember i remember going to the event where he put up his like blood pressure or something on one of the slides because like everybody (laughs) way everybody kept asking about it It was after i think he had he had gone into some form of remission perhaps or something and like you know yeah he was feeling cocky yes exactly which (laughs) no steve that's not surprising nothing surprising i do uh, man i do love his fuck you attitude like the things he would do that just Nobody else could pull off, for sure. Like, here's my blood pressure. That's a wacky thing for a CEO of a huge company to do. It is It is one of the things I think we we talk about culture, right? Like, it is one of the things that, yeah. sadly, I think we've lost out on in the modern Apple, right? It's like, yeah. it's become so slick and so highly produced that, aside from, I feel like, maybe, like, Craig squeezing in dad jokes here and there which oh, yeah, i know are all the, written for thing, him I probably think, yeah. like right. it, it it feels very monolithic in a way that i think it didn't when they were struggling as much right like it it felt a little more you know seated the pants at times which is not you know a lot of that's an image not necessarily the reality but it is it is a different it's a different vibe right i mean they're much more successful than they were at any point really under Jobs' tenure now <laughs> Yeah. yeah, well, I mean, he you could argue that he set it up. And also, I, I do think that they were very, very polished back then. Uh, it's certainly Kate Cotton was like, had a stranglehold on communication stuff. But with Jobs at the helm, that guy would just play jazz all over your very polished <laughs> communication. Yeah, you he's, know? A, he's a wild like card. If, if, he, yeah. if he felt like going rogue... It's not rogue because he's the boss. Like right, it, right. Tim, but Tim you know, never is never yeah. going to go off script, right? Like no, that's right, just not right, going to yeah. happen. He's yeah. like far more disciplined, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, and and that's part of I think what has made them so successful. I know it was very popular at the time when he, you know, when Jobs died to say like, oh, you know, they'll never, <laughs> they'll never manage to be the same, right? And and the, they're different. I don't think anyone would would disagree with the sentiment that they have yeah. evolved in the way that they exist in their culture, etc. They should. Yeah, no, and and, yeah. and none of nothing about that is bad. But I do find myself occasionally miss, missing the days of being like, I just don't know what's going to happen, right? Like, I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. It's, it was kind of it was exciting, you know. And maybe maybe that says more about where I was in my life at the time that I was covering that kind of stuff. But I yeah, think it was fascinating. Yeah. You just want to be young again, Dan. It's true. Aren't we all just yeah. trying to recapture it? I know. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, Dan, uh, you are going to get sacrificed so that John and I can live a little longer. You being you being <laughs> well, the youngest I did among not, us. I did not sign up for this. <laughs> your your blood will replenish That's our not really, yeah, it's you, not, you don't want this blood. It doesn't matter. <laughs> this blood is no good, let me tell you. <laughs> well, it's better than John and I, who's basically... Yeah, really. Yeah. <laughs> You're more whiskey mostly, than man now. Mostly, sand. I was going to say. I was going to say you could distill John and I and get really, some high proof yeah, exactly. booze. Don't don't yeah. light a match around us. <laughs> I mean, the thing, you know, I I don't. I would imagine a lot of people certainly don't miss. I mean, I hate to use the word mercurial because it's so overused with him. Um, yeah. But he, had a, he obviously had a he obviously had a side that was unpleasant. Sure. <laughs> and if you worked for him, I would imagine you don't necessarily miss that part of it. 
And he was just, he could also be just a jerk to sure, customers too. I, I don't think anybody <laughs> denies that he could be an asshole. Yeah. You know, I, but I think, and I don't want to subscribe to that common fallacy that like if you're a genius you have to be an asshole because i think right. that no, is that's the worst that's, that's a yeah. terrible terrible idea mm-hmm. but i think that yeah, in I mean, this particular the people who decide that they're going to be a genius by by being, being an asshole jerk. that that yeah. especially does not work let me tell you right. yeah. uh yeah. but i think it's, i'm really I, I can't say this for sure i'm really pretty confident he would just think they were assholes and not smart sure you yeah. know what i mean like i, I think yeah. if you asked him he'd be like no you don't have to be an asshole to be good at stuff i, I just happen I, to be I, an asshole i am yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i am and it but works an for asshole, me but i'm an asshole just because yeah. i'm right all the time yeah <laughs> well, i mean that's the thing is like i mean i i think that you would you can't deny that he did have a genius about him too right like that's the thing right. is like yeah. he was he was so dynamic and so charismatic in the way that he did business that it was fascinating to watch and not always you know in sort of sometimes it was horrified fascination right but (laughs) but there was something there that is not it's not commonplace right you look at all those other tech ceos and just like 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 musk is just a jackass right exactly uh jeff bezos is clearly a wackadoodle Yeah, <laughs> I mean, and, and you know, and then that's, you get the, that's why that's Lex it. can't be on the show today. Yeah. By the way, we, sorry, I'm <laughs> yeah, not we, sorry. We run this. We not ran this script anymore. past him. Not the CEO yeah. anymore. So right, but yeah. I mean, but then oh, yeah, you know, you look at the. There's another. I think another different uh, style of CEOs exemplified by people like Tim and Satya Nadella and Sundar Pichai, yeah. who are like just the very well, steady. Grown-ups. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So right. they're kind right. of dull, but they get the job done, right? Like, mm-hmm. and it's it's not exciting. But that would be it's consistent. There's a good, there's a good t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Just like picture Tim and Satya Della and <laughs> it's dull, uh, but we get the job done. <laughs> you can have that one, John. Okay. Thanks. But but here's the thing, going back to the Facebook thing earlier. Like, first of all, they so they screwed themselves up. It wasn't an attack. They they basically the internet uses a, a set of protocols that direct traffic to where the servers go. Uh, DNS is part of that, but there's this GD. I'm gonna forget the BGD border. That's it. B- yeah. Border something gateway, border gateway, or something. Yeah, border gateway. I was reading protocol. about this That's earlier. It. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say GDPR, which is not it. And not, once I had that in my head, I, I got stuck. Yeah, border gateway protocol uh, configures the routing. They like from how your traffic gets from your device onto their servers, and they submitted a bad rule, and it got all whacked out. Which and they, they took down their own back, backbone, too, was the thing. They, like, they took down their own backbone. Like, yeah. you couldn't badge in. They got, like, there was all kinds of havoc because everything yeah. was relying on this thing that, like, they they technified themselves so that, like, when your badge works, it goes and it contacts one of these <laughs> servers and they couldn't talk to their servers. So everything just everything yeah. fell apart. Technify was, yourselves, but don't rectify yourselves, guys. Just remember. That's, <laughs> that's exactly it. And I think where I'm going, well, I know where I'm going with that, but I think the, the difference there is these... Uh, CEOs who wear the boring t-shirts and are just stable and getting the job done, that is a necessary evolution of tech at some point, right? Like at some point, you're not flying by the seat of your pants and just doing all kinds of crazy stuff. Like a company like Facebook and Apple and Google and Amazon have huge impacts on the world and there be it would behoove them and their leadership to recognize that and to act appropriately and responsibly. So while I don't think Steve would be doing anywhere. He's, I don't think he'd be doing any dicker shit like Facebook's doing, like actively evil. That doesn't seem right to me. Uh, at the same time, having a steadier hand on the till when you've got like a multi-trillion dollar company and 
had a, an industry that basically is uh, not really in the world, but like a huge component in modern life. I think it's I think it's fine and good and even necessary that we've got CEOs that are like a little bit more circumspect and and you know sort of the grown ups in the room. Sure, mostly, yeah, I, mostly I mean, not that they're all grown ups, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Like a yeah. yeah, the the industry grew up as a whole, and yeah. I think that's it, it's just as the, the the iPhone, for example, has become a much more mature product than it was ten years yeah. ago. You know, the company culture I think has followed suit. They are the established now, right? Like I mean, so much of the the early days of tech was about being rebels to the establishment and now they are they're the man <laughs> so yeah. Right. Well, yeah. that's that's how it goes i guess yeah yeah they want i think i was saying that last time i was on this show like uh, something to do with oh the uh uh csam stuff you know like, oh right or, right yeah you know at some point you got to grow up or the industry's going to mature to the point that it needs to be held responsible for you know the impacts that it's having on the world certainly facebook does which you know, it seems to be happening, at least that 60 Minutes thing in the, the congressional hearings. Yeah, this is true. But back to Steve. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but before we get back to Steve for one second, we do have another another sponsor to tell you about today. I wanted to, to throw that out there. We got a brand new sponsor this week. Ooh. This episode of The Rebound is brought to you by Novo. Cash flow is so important in a small business. It's a math problem with a lot of variables, and I'm bad at math, including your bank fees. <laughs> sure be nice to take those out of the mix wouldn't it that's where novo free business banking comes in novo is the number one business banking app it's built from the ground up to be powerfully simple and free business banking so it's no wonder money magazine called it the best business checking account of 2021 with novo there are no minimum balances no transaction limits and no hidden fees and you can sign up for free in under 10 minutes at banknovo.com rebound and they'll mail you out a novo debit card you get free atm use Novo makes banking easy and secure. You can manage your account. Novo's customizable web, Android, and iOS apps with built-in profit-first accounting and invoicing. Plus, you can tag each transaction and upload receipts. Novo seamlessly integrates with most leading business tools and services like Stripe, Shopify, QuickBooks, and more for free. And they offer $5,000 in perks and discounts just for signing up. I run a small business. John runs a small business. Uh, saving money, it's important, right? Because we sometimes, especially for you know people like me and John who kind of work at, you know, <laughs> at our shoestrings, we got to save the money where we can because you don't know when the next paycheck is coming. So You can afford shoestrings? I, <laughs> yeah, I'm switching to Velcro, let me tell you. Time, I'm buying loafers. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's appealing to have these easy to set up, very simple things that integrate with all the other tools that we can use in our small business. So, you know, if you run a small business and you need to take care of all your stuff um then you know this is this is one tool that might help you out and it really is super easy to sign up get your free business bank account in just 10 minutes at banknovo.com slash rebound go to banknovo.com slash rebound to sign up for free right now and get a free copy of novo small business starter guide that url one more time banknovo.com slash rebound our thanks to novo for their support of this show that does sound great i i previously ran a small business so there you go that would be handy for sure, because that is a pain in the ass. It really is. It really is. It's the worst. And I'm, I'm horrible. <laughs> I'm thinking at that. about like, it now, just getting angry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, your secret, John, is you're always angry. <laughs> I think Partly. we all know that, <laughs> but with good reason. It's true, guy. You were going to say something about Steve. Oh, I just want to pivot back away from like the industry as a whole to Apple, and I guess where I wanted to go is don't don't take this the wrong way, John. But you've been. <laughs> 
following. You've been. I mean, you've you're like a little older, so you've, you've <laughs> you're really old. <laughs> well, you've got. We each have, I think, a different perspective on this. I think you know when Steve came back to Apple in '97, you were following a lot more closely, I think, than than I was. I was like more next and more. I was in video games at the time, and Dan. Uh, I don't know what you were doing in 97. Uh, <laughs> Graduating <laughs> high school? Were you, were, you, were you still nursing? Why would you ask wow. him that? Wow. <laughs> wow. I was school. reading Macworld Magazine. I remember. Uh, I remember right. But, okay. yeah. So you're, you're reading and John's contributing to life in general. And uh, <laughs> Such as I did back then. And, yeah. yeah, I'd been working in games for a while and I was I bought a Mac in, mostly just to get my hands on uh, Mac OS X server, what they were calling Rhapsody at the time. Uh, and I think that's an interesting, it, now we're all basically in the same boat, but uh, around the time of Steve coming back and, and we at least have different perspectives then, right? So I guess I yeah. was curious about like how you felt at the time, John. At the, uh, oh God, at the time, I didn't think it was, I mean, they obviously needed to do something because what they were, <laughs> what they were trying to do was, uh, was not working whatsoever. <laughs> they were still squeezing out the last dregs of Mac OS 9, you know, no protected it was, memory. It was OS um, 7 when he came. Yeah. 7.6 or something. 8 didn't Really? Was it 7.6 when he came back? Something like that. He shipped, 8 shipped under him. He it was like very much around the same time. Like he may not have been CEO. Or yeah, I think you're, CEO yeah, I think, yeah, I think it's 8. Yeah, because, yeah. and then that's they. 9 he shipped. That's they wild shipped to me. Because that's, yeah. that's how they changed, that's how they got rid of cloning. Yeah. Because he changed the license by by basically eight. shipping it as OS nine, even though it really wasn't that much different from yeah. Because the OS I think 8. the contracts had said because the contracts said you're licensed for OS eight. Yeah, or yeah. So, yeah, whatever it was. Like he basically broke it. He's like, well, right, we're not doing right. that anymore. Yeah, wild. Um, because, and then at the time it was it was a competition basically between. I mean, the two two operating systems that were out there that could be purchased were it seemed like a good fit were. Um, next and um what's the essays B. Uh, B yeah and i always kind of liked the look of b personally <laughs> and thought Same. and thought that should be the one that they get uh, and they didn't and then steve comes back and <laughs> pushes <laughs> kill emilio out of the way which you know thank god really yeah uh, it just so i mean it obviously worked out but then the, the, the other thing that he did he killed the newton when he came back and that I was I was a big fan of the Newton at the time, and uh, that yeah. that upset me. So it, killed, you know, it, when, when it started, I was not like I was not thinking that it was great, and it took he a while. Took Cyberdog out in the back and shot it in the head. Took Cyberdog out in the back, yep. And then it took until two thousand and one, really, until until they shipped the you know, things got better, uh, yeah. but things didn't really go start going gangbusters until the iPod shipped. Yeah, when was the iMac? Ninety nine, ninety eight? No, earlier. No, ninety eight. I think it was right around the time I was graduating. I remember. Yeah. So, what was your vibe, Dan? Were you you were always a Mac? Person, yeah, we right? didn't like have a computer until I was twelve or so. But I, a lot of my friends had Macs, and so that was like it was like no question to me when we got a computer that it would be a Mac, or at least I would lobby super hard to my dad that we should get uh you know a mac because we, we also had like apple twos in school and stuff like that mm-hmm. um but like several of my good friends had macs and we would like i just fell in love with them so yeah we finally got one in uh 92 i want to say and it was uh it was funny because you were talking about system seven and its longevity and i was like i remember because the the mac lc we bought that was our first one shipped with system seven but 
it had not enough RAM <laughs> to run System 7 well. So one of the first things I ended up having to do was to install 6.0.7 on it because oh, wow. it just couldn't handle it until we eventually got the a RAM upgrade, like, you know, from two to four megabytes of RAM. Like, did, you get, did you get RAM doubler? No, I, you know, <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't afford any software, right? Because I was 12. I didn't have any money. So I think I, you know, I had to like lobby my, my dad for everything that like, you know, that would soup up that computer. And I think we had that computer for about four years or so. And I did a ton of stuff with that. Like I, I was like, you know, I quickly outpaced what my parents were like capable of like managing, True. and I was in charge yeah. of that computer. You know, and I, I followed Apple News. I had a MacWorld subscription from like the time I was fourteen or so. I went to a MacWorld Expo in Boston. I think it was the one where they announced the Newton, but I didn't go. I didn't have enough money. Again, I had no money, so I had like this paid ponied up like the thirty bucks to go to the like show floor, but not enough to go to the keynote. Uh, but yeah, I, I remember the rotating, you know, revolving door of CEOs and listening on the radio yeah. every once in a while, mm -hmm. they would talk about like, oh, you know, the CEO's out or this came out, but this isn't, you know, they're in trouble, et cetera. And I, I think I joked about this not long ago on an episode, but like my dad kept asking me if he should buy Apple stock. And I would tell him for years <laughs> that he should. And he never yeah. listened until <laughs> it got so expensive that he bought a little bit, but like, you know, not a lot. Yeah. It's like if you'd bought I it in the my, 90s. <laughs> right, right. I told my dad to buy Apple stock in 97. Went as soon as Apple bought next. I'm like, this is it. It's going to be great, which was harebrained. It was dumb. And I was young and I was just excited <laughs> about the technology. And I like Steve Jobs. And I love of the next cubes and i'm like just buy a bunch of apple stock i got that was the luckiest done like you know how in retrospect you look back i think you guys were talking about this last week or the week before about like you look back on some apple call that you made and it's oh yeah right. hot yeah. Takes, yeah. one of the yeah. questions yeah, yeah. i love john i really loved yours in that like a phone with one button how dumb is that <laughs> <laughs> perfect um yeah like this this was like one of those things that i'm like it seems like a good idea, but only in hindsight. Like that's yeah. just a really irresponsible. Well, my my second thing. my yeah. second call was is was much. I think he asked uh, like what was our favorite or uh, our most significant, um, and I still think it's that one. But my other one was when I was on that, that documentary, and they asked me if uh, you know what I thought would happen to Apple after Steve Jobs left. And I, I was pretty down on the prospects. Uh, <laughs> I, was like, I think wah, I said something wah. like, "I just don't, I don't see I don't see them continuing to go the way they're going if, if Steve Jobs leaves." Oh. <laughs> well, it didn't go the way they were. They just went no, straight up. That's right. The implication one. I was I was leaving was, uh, was, yeah. I was actually significantly more dire. The, the worst call I, I this just reminded me when we were talking about the buying stock. It's like I think at one point I did tell my dad that he should get stock in you remember when they had that company down in like where was it like arizona that made the sapphire like for the oh, screens oh, yeah yeah yeah. and then yeah, it, yeah. it right. like tanked horribly right. didn't work and they had yeah and i was like i felt that so bad because i think my dad actually did buy some stock i was like oh uh, this is gonna go in all the screens i was like oh shit <laughs> yeah <laughs> didn't see that coming yeah that's the thing about stock markets like just I mean, it's, it, it felt clever because it was like this is going to be in everything, and they're going to use it. And it turned out that the product was not good. And they're like, "That's unusual, right?" Like the fact that Apple would make a bet so heavily on something that turned out to be basically garbage, mm -hmm. right? Like, yeah. that's well, I mean, you say that, but I've been making 
toast on my air power pad for months now. <laughs> they it's just great. didn't market it yeah. correctly. They're like, charge it your is, phones. Nobody said, you know, sear a piece of bread. Yeah, air power I, is finally yeah, yeah. Syracuse's perfect I toaster. I will say, I have an indu- <laughs> I, we recently got our new stove, which is induction-based. So it's basically yeah. the same thing when you think about yeah. it. Yeah, do you put your phone on there? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think try you. charging my phone with it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll try yeah. that later. Give it, a, give it a shot. Yeah, yeah. What, what's the worst what that could happen? What could go wrong? Uh, fire and divorce, probably. <laughs> in that order? I can't think. I mean, I'm the sure there, there are definitely things that they worked on that didn't pan out, obviously. Sure. Because yeah. any company, there's going to be stuff like that. But, but that I was can't the thing where like, they stuff... spent like $100 million. Well, they, like, okay, so, like, invested I mean, what, a ton of what money. Was the, what was the... Oh, Copeland. There's a, there's a perfectly sure, good example yeah. from the yep. 90s. That, that's probably the... the, the primary example from the well, 90s, I mean that's why they had to buy their Max, entire right that was like, their, exactly that yeah. was their entire problem in the 90s that they could never get Copeland to be yeah. right right viable yeah um, so but there must have been there must have been other things from the early 2000s that I'm just not thinking of right now oh I, I mean because it's all that stuff has happened over uh, okay so I'll go uh, through uh, open doc open doc <laughs> open doc is, well that was that was late that was late that killed Cyberdoc. Uh, mid Cyberdoc. to late 90s yep e- uh, e- e- quick draw 3d e-world E World, E World, again nineties. E World. I was trying to think of something like, uh, you know, in Jobs's heyday. Oh, Jobs in, in between, heyday. Like you know, maybe between two thousand and two, you know, before before but before the iPhone came out. So the early two thousands, they bought well the, the cube. cube. That's that's a pretty good example. Yeah. Early two thousands, they bought a graphics chip company that seemed to just get swallowed up and go nowhere. Except uh, now they're laughing all the way to the bank because yeah, I, I think right. those guys started the. You know, at least they were they were the the seed for what is now like a killer chip team. Yeah. Uh, Oh, uh, that uh, that productivity software uh, that was pre Steve actually, but I I don't know what happened to it. It Got rolled up. Claris works. Oh, Claris is still around as a like subsidiary. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Watch weirdly. It's not a database. Like it's kind of FileMaker. FileMaker. Yeah, it's cool. I like that app. FileMaker is still like it's one of those things that. There are like niches that still heavily rely on FileMaker. <laughs> I yeah, oh, yeah, when you know when I was doing indie development, I was like, this is I kind of came up with an idea for that. I looked at FileMaker and I'm like, that's a that's a cool indie app. I don't know how you make a company out of that, but it's a cool idea for like a you know like a well made like a panic level or an omni level sort of right app after that yeah. that style. I don't know where where the flubs uh, are. How do you guys feel about the uh, Asteroid Breakout Box? Oh yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> that's, that's I don't deep, even know if that was cut. ever a thing. Yeah. I I, I well, like I've the, wondered uh, for years whether it was just a canary to like suss out somebody leaking da- leaking stuff to the press, but yeah, it was one of the weirdest. Honest, yeah, I don't know. Uh, on, okay, so I mean, having been on the inside, they make all kinds of stuff that is not even ever meant for the outside world. They just yeah. make things in boxes that look like computers, not nice computers that. You know, they've got boards in them for development. That's it. So who knows what that asteroid box was? I don't know. Could it just be in a test bed for Firewire or something? Sure. Yeah. You know, at some point, somebody will tell us, but it won't be relevant at the time. <laughs> I'm flipping through a timeline of Apple products from the 2000s. And, like, I think the problem is so many of the things on here are, like, a lot of the things weren't, like, physical products. Right, mm-hmm. like they were services or software stuff. Where, like, oh yeah, well, okay, you know, so, I, I'm thinking yeah. about like, uh, you know, iTools. Remember all those? Yeah, all the parts oh, of uh, iTools that didn't. Yeah. There was right. a part where they were gonna like rate things on the web and make like a kids safe database or something. Oh, oh god, god. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Watson? that was 
Yeah. Uh, what? No, it wasn't Watson, yeah, but Watson wasn't was Watson. akin to that. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it um, was, it was, they had a bunch of stuff. I mean, they tried because they had iTools, they had dot Mac, they had mobile me, right? Like all those things, the precursors to iCloud uh, yeah, were all very just, rough. <laughs> right. Yeah. Steve just would take each one of them into a room in sequence and just ship them one after the other. <laughs> <laughs> nice of you to come. <laughs> <laughs> just pats them on the back. The next one comes yeah. in. Yeah, I I really liked. Uh, at one point, I think it was iTools. Like you could send Apple g- cards. Like oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Apple cards. oh yeah. Sure. I, I, there was I used that frequently because they were really cards. nice. Yeah. They looked yeah. pretty. It was like nice. It like everything was nice about it. it. But you know, they killed that because I don't know why they thought they were making money on that. Do you know what is from that era that I still sort of enjoy, and it's weird to this day. Uh, trailers. Oh yeah. yeah, I love. The I still go. Site. I still go to that webpage all the time. Yeah, yeah. it used yeah. to be like the number one trailer site on the internet by like a mile. Right, no. it's not anymore. That's just which is unfortunate. Um, yeah, because I, most I of end them up going come to out. YouTube they either come days, out on YouTube yeah. or or uh, Twitter uh, beforehand. Um, yeah, but I did love that. I did love that site yeah. for a long time. Yeah. And and if I like want to show a trailer to some you know my wife or my son or something like that, I just you know, and it's probably been out for a few days. It's easy to pull up on the Apple TV and yes, yeah. find it. Yeah, it's still good. Still like yeah. it. And there's no, you know, there isn't going to be an ad before it. <laughs> an, ad, an ad before the ad. An ad yeah. before the uh, ad, yeah. right. Yeah. iPod Hi-Fi? Yeah, iPod Hi-Fi. The, and the jacket. Yeah. Remember the jacket with the ski jacket with the buttons that you, oh on the sleeve? Oh, my God. That you yeah, the one that, with yeah. Burton they made? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. This is, a, I guess it's a little on him, although he was touching it with disdain at the time. Uh, the Motorola Rocker. The, the Rocker, oh, right. Yes. Yeah. 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 You could tell, even by the way he was holding it, that he's like, I don't he, want he this in my hat. Hurled, he almost hurled that at somebody <laughs> in the audience, but didn't quite manage to do it. Uh, yeah, he was using all of his business acumen there not to just stomp yeah. on that right in a moment. Yeah. I do love the story about the Segway, where he gets invited to go see the Segway or something, and it's like the the talk of the town, like the Segway's going to whatever revolutionized oh, yeah. cities like yes, he's gonna I be remember that on this. so well and he just what i don't i can't even remember what he says but he basically just sits there for five minutes and this is a fucking stupid idea just walks out <laughs> <laughs> he just like didn't even give it the time of day it's like this is dumb and just left which kind of was right i mean that's basically the way the world reacted to it like it's a joke on uh, arrested development for crying out loud you know like mall cops use it i'm sure there's some use for it that's actually cool do you think like, Waz was really upset when steve dissed the segue i don't know i don't want it who knows man? <laughs> yeah, like, really, they've got know. a complicated relationship that i have i don't uh, no we insight need, we to, need to get, nor we do need I. To get james on for that one yeah, yeah exactly yeah. that's that'll be our Waz report and now with the was report and now yeah wait that should be a running segment that's a segment we've got was on the fives and twelves what's up with (laughs) was 